Have you ever wondered what makes the difference between those couples who absolutely love to be together and the ones who merely tolerate each other in their old age? Hi, I'm Monica Tanner, wife to a super hunky man, mom to four kids, relationship coach, and intimacy expert. I help couples ditch resentment and roommate syndrome and increase communication, connection, and commitment so they can write and live out their happily ever after love story. Each week, I'm teasing out the principles that keep couples hopelessly devoted and in intoxicatingly in love with each other for a lifetime and beyond. I'm searching high and low for the secrets of happily ever after and sharing those secrets with you right here with sound marriage advice for couples who want to live happily ever after and achieve a truly intimate friendship because an awesome marriage makes life so much sweeter. Let's get to it. Hello and welcome to the secrets of happily ever after podcast. I'm your host, Monica Tanner, and today is my 44th birthday, and I am really excited to share this episode that I basically crowdsourced. I've been hearing from many of you about how your marriage is feeling a little bit meh, and so what I wanted to do for today's episode is share five daily tips, so five things that I do every single day to remove the meh from your marriage. So for those of you who can't see, on the podcast, I'm holding up a pin that says another year sexier. And I'm convinced that when you do it right, marriage just gets a little bit better and a little bit sweeter every single year. However, there are seasons in marriage. There are challenges and circumstances that make certain times in our marriage much tougher than others. But it is the deposits that we put in on a regular basis that make those challenging seasons bearable. And it is our commitment and daily efforts that bring us through those challenges stronger than ever before. So before we get into my five daily tips for removing the myth from your marriage, I want to let you know that after much consideration, I am going to be hosting another five-day Seduce Your Spouse free challenge. Now, many of you have messaged me and sent me emails letting me know that you were busy or had a lot going on the last time we ran this challenge a couple of months ago. And so I wanted to offer you the opportunity to do it again. And we've taken the old but great Seduce Your Spouse Challenge and we've added in some extra bonuses and fun content. So this is the extra special Seduce Your Spouse 4.0 that will start on Monday, June 19th. The great thing about it is it's absolutely free. So go register at www.seduceyourspouse.com secretsofhappilyeverafter.com backslash S-Y-S challenge. This new and improved Seduce Your Spouse challenge is for couples who are tired of going through the motions in your marriage. They're ready to reignite the passion and start having fun again. I'm going to teach you how to break out of the roommate rut without spending endless hours talking, reading marriage boring books, or trying to change your partner. So if that sounds like something you'd be interested in, make sure you register for the free challenge starting on Monday, June 19. All right, let's get into the meat of today's episode. One of the reasons I'm so excited about this episode is because a lot of the feedback I've gotten from many of you is that the big thing that's 
holding you back from really making meaningful and lasting change in your relationship is that you feel like your spouse is not willing to put in the effort that you are into your marriage. I hear that all the time. So that's the great thing about these tips that I'm going to share with you today is because it doesn't matter what your partner's doing. These are things that you can focus on that are going to significantly improve the experience you're having in your relationship, whether or not your spouse changes anything or even notices what you're doing. So let's get started. The things I'm going to talk about today are five things that I do every single day that have really made a significant impact on the health of my relationship. And so I'm excited to share those with you. So number one thing that I do every single day is to wake up and think positive thoughts. Now I shared a version of this story with you on my 21 year anniversary episode, which is just a couple of weeks ago, but a few years into my marriage, marriage in a really stressful time, I remember waking up and asking my husband just to hold me for a little bit. This simple request started a ritual of connection that we now lovingly refer to as morning snuggles. And for literally the last almost 20 years, we've started every single morning that we are together where one of us wakes up and rolls over to snuggle the other. Now, several years back, I started combining a personal gratitude practice with these morning snuggles, which means as my husband is snuggling me or I am snuggling him, I like to focus my mind on things I am grateful for that include him or my family or my marriage. Now, what this does is it activates the part of my brain that starts looking for evidence that I have a really great life and a really great marriage because I've primed it to look for evidence of that by saying, I'm so grateful for this strong man who's holding me, who works every day to support our family, who is involved as a husband and as a father with my children, who takes interest in me and in my family and the things that are important to us, who strives to be a good man, who takes responsibility for following the spirit and for leading our family in a very honorable way. Now, just by thinking those thoughts, I've told my brain, hey, I am feeling grateful and lucky. And what I would like you to do is show me evidence of all those things all day long as they're happening, because our brains are really, really good at finding the things that we give it to look for. However, our brains are also problem-solving machines. So if we don't prime our brain to look for the things that we're grateful for, our brain will automatically start looking for problems to solve. So here's how you can rewire it. It's kind of a cheat code. If you start your day thinking positive thoughts and giving your brain good problems to solve, for example, how can I feel really connected to my spouse today? How can I show up in a really great way for my children today? What 
what can I do to make the world a better place? When you prime your brain with gratitude and questions like that, you're going to get proof of the blessings that you have in your life, as well as promptings to show up in a great way in all of your various roles. So that's number one. I wake up each morning and I prime my brain with positive thoughts, gratitude, and good problems to solve. Not only is it a great way to start the day, but it will also give you a sense of purpose and pride. And that alone will kick you out of meh so quickly. All right, moving on to number two. The second thing that I do daily to remove the meh is to throw out my list of expectations, which many life coaches refer to as the manual. Now, we all have expectations of how other people should behave. We think that our spouse should do certain things, that our children should behave in a certain way, and that our friends and coworkers should show up in some certain way. But here's the thing. We're all different. And no matter what we think other people should be doing, they all have their agency. They all get to choose. The only thing that we can actually control is how we ourselves show up, behave, think, and respond to the people around us. So holding on to our list of expectations, our manual for how everybody else should behave is a giant waste of energy and personal resources resources because we don't actually have any control over how the people around us behave. Now, of course, we can set boundaries and of course, we can hold people to certain standards, but that is an episode for another day. If you want to remove some of the meh, some of the frustrations and resentment that you feel on a daily basis when people aren't doing the things that you think that they should be doing, the easiest answer is to just remove all expectations. Allow everybody else to be exactly who they are and you focus your attention and energy on how you want to respond to them. Now, when we're talking about your spouse specifically, we all have ways in which we think that our spouse should be showing us love, ways in which we think that they should be showing up that we would appreciate. But I want you to take a moment and instead of being frustrated because your spouse didn't do that thing like load the dishwasher or take out the garbage or have dinner ready, whatever it is that your expectations are that you feel like your spouse should be doing, I want you to instead take notice of the things that they are doing to show you love on a regular basis. Now, this might not be the way you're used to feeling love. Depending on your love language and your spouse's love language and how you're spouse is accustomed to showing their love and affection to you, you might just be missing lots of ways in which your spouse is trying to convey love to you because you're so focused on what you feel like they should be doing that they're not. And I promise you, if you give your brain the opportunity to look for ways in which your spouse is actually showing you love, you are going to find them all day long. So fun, right? 
right? So that is another great way to remove the meh from your marriage. All right. So number three is to flirt and continue to date your spouse as if your relationship depends on it. Because FYI, your relationship does depend on it. The third daily tip that will remove the meh from your marriage is to just flirt like you did when you were just meeting and falling in love with your partner. Now I know some of you are saying, oh, that's just not my personality. I'm not super flirty. I wouldn't even know what to do. This is an easy fix. Just go to Google or YouTube and type in ways to flirt with your spouse. There's going to be all kinds of things that you can do that will lighten the mood. There's all kinds of tutorials about the way you look at each other, the way you touch each other in passing, little phrases that you can say. I want you to dig deep here because even if it feels slightly uncomfortable to you, even if you feel a little bit silly, it's still going to bring the energy and playfulness in your relationship up. Now, if you've been following me for any length of time, you know that I am a huge stickler on dating your spouse every single week. And part of this flirtatious and fun energy is priming you to have fun on your date night, regardless of what it is. Whether you're going out to a fancy dinner or you're staying home to order or cook at home, let your spouse know throughout the week that you're really looking forward to spending this time with them, that they are super a priority to you, that you love looking forward to having some uninterrupted time where you can give each other your undivided attention, where you can laugh and have fun together just like you did when you were dating. This is the idea behind flirting and injecting fun anywhere you can. Use your creativity, not only in the way that you flirt with each other, but also in your date nights. Now, if you're thinking to yourself, I'm so uncreative, I can't think of ways to flirt and date my spouse. I'm going to put a plug in for my passionate marriage club where every single month I give you pre-planned date ideas that are not only fun and creative and range from expensive, mid-range, cheap, and free date ideas, but you'll also be using that time together to work on essential relational skill sets that are going to help take your marriage to the next level, meaning a lot of this is going to just come naturally when you start to learn basic relational principles and skill sets that every relationship needs to thrive. Now, if you have questions about that, just reach out to me on any social media platform or send me an email to moni at secretsofhappilyeverafter.com. All right, moving on to number four. Number four is one of the quickest ways to remove the meh from your marriage. And it's super duper simple. It's simply to show more gratitude to each other. All you have to do for this to work is notice the little things that your spouse does every single day to bless your life, even if it's small and seemingly insignificant. When your partner is doing something to contribute to your family life, to your happiness in any way, I just want you to say thank you. Now you can say that verbally or you can implement some of this flirty energy that you're using for number three by pinching their bottom, winking at them from across the room, brushing up against them, pulling them in close for a long, passionate kiss. There are thousands of ways to say 
thank you for the little things that your partner does to bless your life. And I think sometimes we forget in the hustle and bustle and busyness of our lives to intentionally say thank you and reinforce the behaviors in our partner that make our lives better. So that's number four. And last but not least, number five, mix it up or spice it up. So if you're feeling a little bit meh about your marriage right now, it's probably because there's a lot of just mundane, ordinary things that come with busy family life. And with a little creativity and a little thought, you could spice these things up. Let me give you an example from my own marriage. I remember when we had a bunch of small children at home and one of the chores I absolutely avoided at all costs was cleaning the toilets. Now my oldest was a little boy and he was learning how to go to the bathroom and obviously made a huge mess whenever he did it. And I had little girls that were potty training and my house was always a mess. And I remember feeling exhausted at the end of the day after I would put all these rugrats to bed. And I thought the last thing I want to do is scrub the toilets. And so at some point early in my young mothering days, we came up with sexy clean the toilets naked night, which meant one night a week, we would put the kids to bed, take off all of our clothes and clean all of the toilets together. Because in reality, the toilets needed to be cleaned and it wasn't a task that I ever looked forward to, but we put a little fun and sexy twist to it, which made it more enjoyable, something I could look forward to, usually ended in a whole bunch of laughter and some physical intimacy. And it was super simple. So today, 21 years into our marriage, our super secret sexy code that we can use in front of our children or in a large group of people when we feel like we're ready to skip out and have a little personal time is one of us will say, man, our toilets really need some scrubbing. Now, those little things become the language of your relationship. They become your own little codes and keys to your shared experience. They become a big part of your story and they start with something very simple, like a little way to spice up a very mundane activity. So there you have it. Those are the five things that I do every single day to remove the meh from my life and my marriage. I hope that you will find some of these things helpful as we go into the busy summer months. And while there's a whole lot of fun to be had. It's also a little bit stressful for parents when we're planning vacations and the kids are home all day and it's hot outside and it's easy to lose our cool. But if you will practice these five things daily, I promise it will put a little spark and heat back into your relationship so that you can start laughing and having fun again. So here are those five things again. Number one, I want you to wake up every morning and think positive thoughts. Find things to be grateful for and give your brain good problems to solve. Number two, throw out the manuals. 
Stop holding on to expectations of how other people should behave and start putting that energy and effort into how you are going to respond to them. Number three, flirt with and date your spouse as if your relationship depends on it, because the truth is it does. Number four, show gratitude every single day and often during the day. Make sure you're looking for and pointing out all of the simple things that your spouse does to bless your life each day. And number five, mix it up. Find different fun ways to execute on the things that are mundane and ordinary and have to get done anyways. And that's it. That's how you remove the myth from your marriage. So thanks for listening today. Make sure you go right now and register for the free Seduce Your Spouse five-day challenge starting on Monday, June 19th. And if you want to give me a very special gift on my 44th birthday. You can either go leave a review of the podcast on whatever platform you're listening to it on, or simply send this episode to a friend who you think would enjoy it. I hope that you all have a wonderful week and I will see you here same time, same place next week. And until then, happy marriaging. If you had as much fun as we did just now, I hope that you'll head over to your favorite podcast player and leave a rating and review for the show. That's how other people can find this awesome content and we can spread the message that happily ever after is possible and a great marriage makes life so much sweeter. Feel free to head over to my website, monicatanner.com to learn more ways that you can work with me. And as always, thank you so much for spending this time with me. We'll see you next week.